Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today we're going to address a very tricky topic. What do you do if your boss is a gossip? Mm-hmm. We'll start with a question from someone whose boss is friendly, but a little too familiar. She shares personal information about everyone in the office and asks probing questions about this employee's personal life. We'll, dis- we'll discuss how to set boundaries with a gossip-seeking boss. Oh, man. Talk about a sensitive topic. <laughs> yeah. Having a boss who likes to gossip can seem fun at the beginning, but I think it gets more uncomfortable over time. Yeah. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. All right, so here's the question we're answering. I recently started a new job and I really like the work. I also like my boss who's very friendly. I'm beginning to realize that she is also a gossip. After every meeting, she tells me personal information about the other people at the meeting that makes me uncomfortable. She also asks me questions about me, about my marriage, my family, my home life. How do I set boundaries with this person without jeopardizing my job? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're really good at getting stuff out of you. Yeah. (laughs) That's what gossips are like. They make it sound like it's so much fun. And it's so, you know, and you don't know, um, what she's going to do with that information. So it's important to be very careful. Also, yeah. you know, she may be telling you information about other people and it may not be accurate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just be really careful. I mean, what I do with people like this that, you know, have questions that are really just too personal is I go, oh, I look at, you know, look at my phone or my watch and go, oh, I have to get this email out that I forgot to get out. I'll, I'll come back later. And yeah. you just leave. Uh-huh. I mean, that's one way of doing it. Or I've got to get a package out. <laughs> or if it's on the phone, same kind of thing. I've got to return a call that I forgot about. Yeah. What do you think? I, I, you know, I think that's a good, that is one tactic, but when it's your boss, it's actually probably a little trickier because the, you may be held captive. Let's say you're at a yeah. meeting or something and they start to ask questions, either share information about someone that you find uncomfortable or ask you probing questions. And so I think there is this odd dance in a way that you have to do with this kind of a boss because he or she, and certainly there are plenty of male uh, bosses who like to gossip. This is their currency, right? It's how they try to build rapport and the sense of familiarity. And at the same time, if it's uncomfortable for you, it's, it's some way I think of being able to share a little, but not much, you know? Well, I think they also may want to come back and use it against you later. Right. That's right. Be really careful. And they may tell other people or embed, you know, embezzle, embezzle, that's not the right word. Embellish. They may want to embellish what you told them. So you have to be really careful now that you know this about them, what you say. Yeah. You yeah. Know. So if they're asking about your marriage, you basically just report that it's great. <laughs> yeah. I think you just end up giving a positive spin about most things, unless you actually need to tell them something important that's not so positive. So you're not really setting boundaries. You're just telling them 
things that they can that are not worth repeating. Yeah, I think right, exactly. That have no don't have much juice to them. And we were talking about this, Catherine. We have uh, where I live. There is a particular person who is definitely always trying to milk information. And what I've learned the hard way is to just do like give information light, L-I-T-E, right? Mm -hmm. So how so-and-so, oh, great. Or, you know, just, you know, they're just coming back from XYZ conference or that kind of thing. And if, if, for example, this boss is saying, well, you must have, you know, give me the skinny on such and such, you can say, you know, I'm just not that well-informed. I mean, certainly about your own life, you have to be well-informed, but if it's about another coworker or someone else in the workforce, I think you can play uh, uninformed. Yeah, see, I think it's a, it's really dangerous um, because I, I think there's usually many faces to gossip, how, pe how people use this. Yeah. And um, th they don't even really care about the truth. They just care about getting information on people. So yeah. Yeah. Um, it can be dangerous at times. And, you know, it's really, um, you know, obviously if you get married, people know, or you're having a child, people know, but anything other than that, there really has no place in the workplace because it could be used inappropriately against you. I mean, I've had people say, you know, when I was going through a hard time, like, oh, well, you made this mistake, but I know you were going through a hard time. And that is not why I made the mistake. You know, it wasn't right. that hard. Um, and, and I've heard people do that. Like I may have said something that offended them and they'll say, well, I know you were going through a hard time. And no, I said something offensive and I meant to. <laughs> so i just think you know that look i know you can make a lot of friends in the workplace but it takes a long time to really make friends they're your acquaintances and yeah. it's best to just not bring that stuff into the workplace so when you yeah. have a boss who's a gossip personally i would try to get away from this person if you could if you can if you can't you know that's your lifelong dream is to work in that department there's not much you can do right. but I think you have to somehow get away from them. And when they tell you things about other people to not really respond, you know, yes. don't give them what they want so yes. that they learn over time. This is not a gossip friendly person. Right. That's right. That, you yeah. know, you're, you're not going to really get the, you know, your cookies off talking to me because it's not, I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to really, I don't really You're not want to get a gossip high talking to right, me. Right, right. It can't be get excited by it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was, a, I was a past gossiper. So I know about this, like it, there is sort of a high. Yes. You know, and it is fun. You're doing it all in jest, but not really, you know, like it's kind of mean. So um, yeah, I think you have to get really busy and you have to, um, you know, just play not really all that interested when you hear <clears throat> about, you right. know, incidences about other coworkers where you hear maybe they have, you know, they're being cheated on or they have marital issues or they're, they're financially broke. Yeah. Try not to react so that, um, you know, it falls flat for them. Right. That's right. That's Which right. Which is the worst thing you can do to them is that. <laughs> flat. I've actually seen gossipy bosses refer to so you know their certain of their direct reports, and they'll say, "Oh, so and so doesn't care about this kind of thing." I try to right. say all the time, and they don't get excited at all. Right. So those that would be a way to set a boundary is you know don't buy in, and if if you can do that, it's not easy to do, but if you can do that, that they'll be bored by you, and they'll just work with you, and that's it. They won't 
They won't, you know, do that kind of thing. But don't think they're not talking about you because they are. And they're making it up because if you don't pick it out, they'll make it up, you know, and you just don't know. I once overheard people gossiping about me. I was getting divorced and I heard, I was walking into a room before I got there, I heard them saying something about if she hadn't done this, it might've worked out. And it was completely fabricated because that would not have worked. Um, But, you know, there's nothing. And I acted like I didn't hear it because, you know, people are just going to talk as they're going to talk. Yeah. Um, now, and I think this is why a lot of people don't want to go back to the office, mm. even though you certainly can gossip on Zoom and on yeah. Slack. You know, you can you can do that too. But um, I think it's a, a big reason why people don't want to go back to the office is they don't want to deal with this. Yes. So yeah, unfortunately, it's part of the territory, right? It's part of the territory. People gathering together. It's certainly the the territory of many work cultures, especially the ones where it's hard to gain information. Gossip can be a very strong uh, means of communicating, right? Where where people are like, well, I heard there are going to be layoffs or I heard that so-and-so well, that's different. fired yeah. or, yeah. Um, what I was going to say is I think that the trick with this, and this person is saying that they're fairly new to the job and the boss is really friendly and, and that it's tempting when yeah. you work, you're in a new position that you want to seem agreeable, you want to seem open, like you're willing to share about your life, and you want to seem interested in what your boss has to say. So I think you're right, Kathy, the, the ability to, I mean, not shut it out, but just seem um, neutral almost. Like, yeah. oh, that's interesting, or I wouldn't know about that, or I have to go and write this you know, report or take care of this email that you had mentioned is true. It's a, it's sort of a de- deflecting approach. Well, yeah, it takes all the fun out of it. And there's yeah. really nothing they're going to say to you. Like if they say you're no fun, go, yeah, I've been accused of that. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to do, I like my job. I really like to do my work, you know, keep it all professional. Yeah. Um, and I think it actually nor- will work out well for you. Mm-hmm. If you don't buy in, they still have to work with you. They're not going to get mad at you because you didn't want to gossip. I mean, they might a little bit, but not in the long run. Yeah. Because they count on you to do your work. Right. So, yeah. You have anything else to say? What could be going on psychologically with them? With the gossip? And the other person? And the employee. Um, for, so first, and you and I were chatting about this earlier, My what I find is that gossips are often such because they're trying to, the best defense is a good offense. They want to talk about everyone else because they don't want anyone to know about their business. Mm. So I have to say that as a number one. Number two, if you're on the receiving end, that yes, you do need to assume that if they're gossiping about others, they are also going to gossip about you. And so it's, it is sort of like, to me, it's sort of seeing it like, okay, this person can't help themselves. It's a bad habit that they've developed that they can't really help, but you don't have to engage that much, just as you're saying. And I think you have to be okay with not being friendly in a reciprocal manner. So, you know, and I think I actually was thinking you can also even Another form of deflection is that if they talk about, you know, if they're asking you questions about yourself, you could say, you know, I'll, let's get back to that in a minute. But first, I want to handle this situation that's going on in the office, you know, that mm-hmm. you can always divert mm-hmm. um, without necessarily hurting their feelings. 
Yeah, I think it takes a lot of maturity to be able to do this. So, you know, if you fail and you end up, you know, talking and telling too much, it's okay. You know, it's not the end of the world. You have to learn, but it's something that you have to develop this kind of sense of this, this really is not my friends. This really is my workplace. Yeah. And they don't need to know whether I'm happy or not happy. They just need to respect me and like working with me. Yes. And that is not about your home life that it really isn't. Now, if you get very friendly with somebody, be sure you see them out of the office and you know who they are. Don't just make quick friends. Yes. Uh, because a lot of workplace relationships you think are real, then you leave that job and the people are gone. Yes. I like that. You, you know, want to let people earn your trust. Yeah. Yeah. Your friends are, are outside of the workplace. And I, I still have friends from work. I mean, some of them were real honest friendships, actually one, one <laughs> really <laughs> through all these years. Um, so you know, just, just be really careful about that. Um, and, and, you know, so, and also give yourself a break if you've blown it, you know, if right. you have actually gossiped or you've, you know, seem like you liked it because it's normal. It's normal. And people that are gossips are good at it. They're really they are. encouraging you and getting you to do it. So, you know, but if you're listening to this, just learn to back it up a bit. Yeah. Um, it's really not that great for you in the office. Yeah. Anything That's else? It. Yeah, 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 it's that. It's sort of learning to zip the lip. And as you said, to be friendly without being friends. Yeah. Uh, and that less is more, especially in the early stages of having a job, because you want to find out who people really are and who you can really trust. And if you want more on this topic, we wrote about it in Mean Girls at Work. So yes. You can get that on Amazon or you can get the audio book, um, but it's a really fun, well, it's not a fun book, but it's, it's a good book and mm -hmm. gossip is in there in a big way. So that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, um, X us at SK2 and follow us on Instagram at my crazy office. And if you want to subscribe to our podcast, go to my crazy office on our website, hit the subscribe button. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.